This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. always good to be back and that we are we are live welcome back ladies and gentlemen i am your host blake Rafino. this is are you serious sports hope all of you are making it a good one we know that we are as well i i, I want to thank all of you who reached out to us um asked to see how we're doing we have not or we have been off since last wednesday uh the Rafino's got the flu so it has been a whirlwind over here um been sick i will admit i don't know if i've ever been as sick as i've um been um this week it it was really rough uh the kids were sick the wife was sick kids and wife doing a lot better so that's good i'm feeling a lot better, but it's good to have you here with us tonight because we got tons to talk about. I could have listed all the topics, but we do got lots of topics that we got to talk about. LSU football, National Signing Day is coming up on Wednesday. What do we think about with Terry Bussey? LSU men's and women's basketball. LSU men's basketball gets a big win versus Arkansas. 500 in the league. I feel like the um, the narrative around Matt McMahon is starting to turn a little bit uh, in reference to what people think about him. And rightfully so, 
I mean, rightfully so. And I think Matt McMahon is a good coach. He needs a little bit of time. And I think we need to grant him a little bit of time. It's tough because you got Wade and, and Lake Charles, even though they lost to your boy's alma mater this weekend in Southeastern. They're 500 in conference. So we'll touch a little bit on uh, that as well. Women's basketball getting a big win uh, on Sunday. We'll touch on that. Absolutely destroying Florida. Still have a massive concern for them, but they look refreshed. They look re-energized. They did some different things with Haley Van Lith. Clearly that worked. We'll touch on that. Oh, and by the way, there have been some scrimmages with LSU baseball, and I just don't know if this team does not have the capability to get back to Omaha. Uh, Guys, I, I will be real with you a little bit. I am to the place right now where I believe and feel that this baseball team has the realistic capability that I think their expectation, and look, it's baseball, so anything can happen, okay? But I think it's very realistic that they get back to Nebraska and we get back to drinking jello shots, which what a hell of a thing. Could you imagine breaking your own record of jello shots? I don't know if we're going to do that. Maybe we could. I know that Rocco's definitely wants to see LSU back um, in Baton Rouge. So we'll touch on it and we'll talk about it. Got other things that we need to talk about too. We got to go around your SEC uh, as well. Mainly due to the fact that I think that there are some things that are going on in the SEC that we need to discuss. We're going to discuss them here. Things going on at Tennessee, Florida, Alabama, Texas A&M that at the end of the show, I I don't think I have a choice anymore, guys. I I think we got to start discussing some of these things that go around the league uh, at a deeper level so that we know our opponents as LSU fans so that we'll do that here tonight. Since we missed last Thursday, if we have any thoughts, questions, concerns at the end of the show, we will uh, let you fire those in. You can fire them in anytime throughout the show. The easiest way, send in the Super Chat if you're on YouTube. It's the easiest way for us to find it, to see it. We greatly appreciate it every time you do it either way. But it's good to be back. Glad that you're here with us. Everybody do us a favor and hit the like and share. Let's get to a couple comments, though, before we get going. Uh, Stuart West says, hello from Poland. Hope you're okay over there in Poland. You know that that area of the world is not necessarily Stewart is not necessarily, uh, you know, if I'm not mistaken, Poland and Ukraine are not that far from one another. Aren't they like right next to each other? Uh, so be careful, man. He says hello from Poland, where it's 2 a.m. in the morning on February the sixth. Good to have you in here, Stewart. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for joining us, Poland. Man's listening from Poland at 2 a.m. Getting his Tiger action on. Good to have you in here, Stuart. Rob Boudreaux says, it's been too long. It has been. It's rough. Rough flu, man. It was a rough flu. Look, I, 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 I'm not trying to get in um, a political debate. I've had COVID twice. The flu just kicked my ass much more than um, than COVID did. 
This is why you don't take Pooh Bear anywhere. I heard your throat was hurting, Pause. Uh, it was. Pause. Uh, could barely speak. So, um, so yeah. Can't take him anywhere. Uh, can't take Pooh Bear anywhere, man. Paul's up. Says Poland borders Ukraine. Hope Stewart has a helmet. Hope he does, too. Hope he does, too. <laughs> this dude, man. LSU Height Ninja 9 says, hey, Blake, it's Dakota. Just wanted to tell you it's my birthday and go Tigers. Good to have you in here, Dakota, and happy birthday, man. Happy birthday. Uh, Carlton Landry says, how about the Gumps scandal? What scandal, Carlton? What scandal are we talking about here? Uh, Chad says, how many left-handers or left-handed pitchers on the roster? Funny, several years ago, LSU didn't have a single one. I know. Um, I think it's double digits, right? What, 12? Paul Sub would know the exact number. I think it's around 12 or 14. They have a lot. They have a lot. So, I don't know. Jason Brumfield says, the daycare flu is real. I got three kids and two are in daycare. Always a lot going. Man, I tell you, there's nothing worse than daycares. Listen, daycares are awesome. Um, but man, man, oh, I, it's a cesspool. It's a cesspool of germs. The worst thing is my kids were sick and they can't, you know, us as adults, we can do something about it. If we're hurting, we can do about it. Kids don't know any better. So. That hurt me more. That hurts more than anything. Uh, Mike says, love what you do, Blake. Hopefully the son's dream comes true in two more years. Future Tiger. Hope it does too, man. Hope it does too. Hope it does too. Uh, John Jones says, thoughts on Terry. Well, I'm glad you asked that because we did do a write-up on the message board. AYSSnetwork.com slash forum. Gave you an update as the day went on today. Um... I'm not going to give everything what I think about here tonight, but I'll give you a good little chunk of it. Um, maybe a little chunk of it. Pause. Um, but you need to go over to the forum, and you need to – that's what it's there for. What we're hearing, that's what it's there for. So we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit there. We'll talk about it a little bit uh, here tonight. Um, Fire says, the gun is probably guilty of tampering – yeah, so that actually, um, the player from Arizona's dad came out and said that, that he never said that, that it was false, um, that that's not true, that he never told that publication that and said that he would, you know, like he would give his phone over, like he never talked to those guys. He said that that never happened, um, which I believe him. So you got to be, what's that guy's name, Blue Blood something? Blue Bloods on Twitter, that guy's always running fake shit. Like, always running fake stuff. So I don't... I don't ever... Like, every time they tweet something that's a scandal-related stuff, I start asking questions if it even has any form of merit. Don't listen to him, man. Don't listen to him. 
Rob says, yeah, it sucks when the kids are sick because they're, uh, they're only so much uh, you can do for them. I know. I know. But Ben's, Ben's been strong. Ben's been strong. All right. And Jewel has too. Jewel has too. And she doesn't really cry about taking medicine. She's, she's a darling, man. She's a darling. All right. Let's get rolling. Y'all are not here to listen about my kids. We got to talk some LSU. Let's do that. Uh, everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. If you're on Facebook, do us a favor. Like, share, share to all those groups, share to all your social media pages. We're putting so much content on the Facebook channel, YouTube channels, not just of AYS2 on Facebook, putting on stuff for Rafino and Joe on there as well. In case you missed the shows, there's a lot of reels. Go catch some of the highlights from the show. You can do that. Don't forget to follow the page uh, on Facebook. If you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, and notification bell wherever you're listening to podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe as we're inching up to the top 100 podcast, audio podcast in the country. So do us a favor. If you haven't done so already, go over to Apple Podcast. Give us one of those five-star ratings. Give us a, leave us a review. Every time you do that, an angel is born. An angel is born. An LSU angel is born every time you go over to Apple Podcast and you give us a five-star review. We got like 200-plus of them already. We need you to continue to do that. We need to get to 400. We need to get to 500 as we inch closer to that 100 mark. All right. Let's get rolling. Let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag, our good friends over at uh, – our good friend over, Tyler Alexander, over at LPT Realty. Tyler, uh, uh, Tyler Alexander, excuse me. Is Terry Bussey going to flip? National Signing Day on Wednesday. What do I think about him? We talk about that. We start off and lead off with that next. Ben Online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline. .ag. He will sell your house and find you a new. Well, Tyler's the man, he's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler. He'll shoot you straight. We're back. And look, if you're a realtor in the local area, you need to give Tyler a call. If you don't follow them on Facebook, which you should, their team, the, the, the people that they're adding on their team, it's ridiculous. Guys, I tell you what, I don't know if our good friend Tyler is not going to have the largest real estate team in the entire country y'all need to go over there give them a call it's just a conversation go join this team i promise you you won't regret it 
So look, we have not been live since Wednesday, so there is a lot of things that we have to uh, recap and cover. Now, last week, Terry Bussey, the five-star athlete from Timpson, Texas, made his way back to Baton Rouge again and had a visit. Was here with Jake Olson, Sherman Wilson, Corey Raymond, Brian Kelly, and Blake Baker. There's been a lot of talk uh, about Terry Bussey and what possibly he could do. Well, if you don't know or you don't really follow recruiting, Terry Bussey is currently committed to Texas A&M. And here's what I will say. There are three points that I, I, I want to get to about Terry Bussey. Number one, no matter what happens with Terry on Wednesday, whether he stays committed to Texas A&M or he comes to LSU, the Tigers recruiting staff and the Tigers team and coaching staff as a whole has done everything humanly possible to get Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This kid to Baton Rouge. From bringing him here on multiple unofficial visits, on official visits, showing him that he is wanted more. Quite honestly, guys, I'm not going to say the most or the biggest recruit, but one of the high-priority targets that they've gone after all year. Now, this recruiting class has taken somewhat of a hit in reference to a public perception because it's not in the top five on some services that you may or may not follow. But this class has been really good. Adding a guy like Terry Bussey can do that. But I think of these three things, number one, the relentless pursuit for Terry Bussey is highly noticeable, okay? Across the country, it's noticeable. I'm talking to a coach today that's in the SEC and has been in the SEC for over five years now, and we just had the conversation today about LSU's constant relentless pursuit for Terry Bussey. So it's not just... LSU or Texas A&M or even Georgia where he also visited, but it's being noticed everywhere that LSU is constantly after him. LSU wants him very badly. And I think that the visit last week did a lot of good things. You bring in a coaching staff with Jake Olson, uh, Corey Raymond, Blake Baker, and the guy who had orchestrated a lot of this, that being Sherman Wilson, getting him here and continuously getting him here 
to try to flip yet another recruit from Texas A&M. But number two, you do need him. Don't get it twisted that you do need him. Guys, I will tell you, when I watch a guy like Terry Bussey, at least from what I've seen, okay, he is a. I don't know if he's a guy that comes in day one, play one, snap one, and starts for LSU. But he's such a great athlete that he's going to find his way onto the field. At minimum, he's going to play everything on special teams. He is one of the guys that you look at as a five-star and say, makes total sense. Makes complete sense. I know that there's a lot of people that question, well, Blake, he's not over six foot. I don't care about that. Neither was Tyra Matthew. Doesn't matter. Players play. Size doesn't always determine who a kid or player is. The kid is a flat. I, I think I could make the argument that if he were to come at to LSU and sign with LSU, that he could be the best athlete that they sign in this class. Now, you got a lot of good ones. You got big time ones. But he'd be right up there with them. What's going on right now, though, okay, I think is is twofold. All right. I think you're in a classic SEC battle. A very classic SEC battle for a five-star. And it is always difficult, always difficult to go into another state when a kid is committed and flip them from the school that they're committed to. It's easier when a kid's from in-state and he might be somewhere else and you can get the flip. But I do feel that there is some confidence gaining for LSU. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that the confidence is gaining for me necessarily. What I'm saying is I think that there's confidence building for LSU. He's a kid that, quite honestly, during this entire process, LSU has worked tirelessly to flip. From a place where, okay, you've gotten a lot of guys to flip already. Weston Davis, being from Texas and flipping him, was a big deal to LSU. Could they, can they do it again? The third thing for me is this. And I think it's the biggest thing. Since Harold Perkins committed to Texas A&M and then flipped when Brian Kelly comes in and flips to LSU, there has not been, in my opinion, a bigger public push for a player more than Terry Bussey. Guys, look at what's going on at so, on social media. You want to find out how much you're wanted at a place and a program? Look at what's going on from the players, the coaches, social media, everything that's being pushed to flip him to come over here. Because the last time, now we've seen it before. We've seen players say, hey, we want this guy, and they make a hashtag, and they do all those things, okay? None more than what it was under the Brian Kelly regime, more than Harold Perkins. It's rivaling, it's being a rival right now with Terry Bussey, and I can make the argument, it's been a little bit bigger. Because it, it, it's the entire class that is of the 2024 class, all of them, took to Twitter last night 
and posted a picture, bussy to the boot. How does he feel about that? Now, I don't think that this recruitment is a normal one. I don't think that this recruitment is one that is a normal comes down to the wire of who has the most money. Maybe it does at the final hour. And if it does, well then, good luck to the young man. Okay, maybe LSU does something with him for that. Who knows? I don't know that. That's not my area of expertise necessarily of wanting to eat or even wanting to really talk about that. But the young man has had a difficult situation and has been hit with adversity and legitimately every single day going about it with humility. He's been humble and graceful that I think that he's one of the kids that you that comes here who plays tenaciously and that could be a big-time lift to a secondary that you need. Guys, quite honestly, he, it would be a massive addition to your secondary. And you need him. I don't know how much sense it makes for Bussy to go to Texas A&M, okay, other than maybe some playing time, it's home, it's not really home necessarily. I mean, it's the state of Texas, okay? But there is not a place that has shown more love to Terry Bussey more than LSU. None. None. And I hope for the kid's sake that he realizes that this, this team, these players, this coaching staff, more than A&M, wants him more then it feels like the Mike Elko and A&M staff. But boy, wouldn't it be something if you get your fifth flip from Texas A&M. Don McKinley, Cohen Eccles, Gabe Relaford, Weston Davis, and Terry Bussey. Can throw in Jordan Gilbert there too, I guess. That is cleaning out an SEC West opponent, former SEC West because there are no more divisions. It's going to be interesting to see what happens on Wednesday. For all of that, stay tuned on AYSSnetwork.com slash forum. I think for me, and this is opinion, I think if the kid were to come here by the end of the year, he's rotating in the secondary and he's playing a good bit. That's what I think. That's how I see him coming here and, and, and contributing. I could see him coming here and playing at the end of the year. Kid that will put his nose down, get to work, and not really say anything. You need him. You need him. Um, Penn Jones with a $19.99 Super Chat says, but BK can't recruit. Everybody go jo join the AYS Forum. It will be worth the change it cost. Uh, thank you so much, Penn, for the $19.99 Super Chat. I really appreciate that, my friend. Thank you for doing that. Um, what does it say? What does it say? Did y'all see this this weekend? Jacoby Matthews tweeting out, I need help. And then you you have players. You got Walter Nolan coming out here and saying, before you sign anything or do anything with Texas A&M, you better read everything. It just doesn't make sense for the kid not to flip. I mean, obviously for me, because I'm an LSU guy, I'm an LSU fan, Working 
you know, obviously we do that. I do this for a living. Clearly, to me, LSU makes more sense. I, I just don't see the uh, upside. I think Mike Elko is a really good coach. Believe it or not. Excuse me. I think Mike Elko is a really good defensive coach. I think that Terry Bussey, no matter where he goes, is going to be a good player. Okay? I know stars don't mean everything, but let's call a spade a spade a little bit here, too. There's a reason Georgia got into this late. There's a reason that LSU's been on him this much. There's a reason that A&M has done everything that they could to get him. Guys, as soon as Georgia got started to get into the fold here, told me everything that I needed to know. Everything that I needed to know. Okay, so if Kirby thinks of this kid, that he if he could play in his secondary, all I need to know. It's all I need to know. Because they got a litany of five-star dudes. Everywhere, safety. Multiples at safety. At corner. He would be another five-star if he were to go to Georgia, which I don't think that he will. But if he were to go there... He would just be adding to a room of five stars. Here, he comes to a place where, quite honestly, you need the attention and help. And I don't know if he if it's to a place where he's got to do it, but he, he would be such a, a breath of fresh air when it comes to him being here. Okay. Yes, I do see that we there's a coach actively on Twitter. He's being relentless and I don't blame him it would feel good to stick it at A&M okay really quickly too we got some other things we need to recap about LSU there are a couple of things too in recruiting uh that we need to mention a DJ Pickett making his way to a official visit or unofficial visit excuse me uh to LSU this past week too Gonna monitor. I, I think LSU sits in a good place with DJ. Okay. But gonna wait and monitor to see what happens here. Corey had a relationship with him. He got him to campus. Let's see if we can close here. It would be big time if we could get a, a closeout for another five star in 2025, which could lead to a little bit of a Rafino's rant. I know that we've had, and I know that we've talked about. Look, I, I know that. You don't always like when I go out there and say, you know, oh, Brian Kelly can't recruit, and we kind of make it a little thing because it's just a little bit of a saying. But I do think that there's got to be a question mark that comes into play here. We'll go around our S- your SEC. We'll talk about the SEC later on in the show. I'm starting to ask the question from a football perspective now that Saban is out. Guys, from a recruiting standpoint, Outside of Georgia, who's doing better than LSU? I, I really don't know. And, and I will tell you, recruiting is the lifeblood that fuels the dreams of champions. Now, it, historically, okay, in the last couple of years, has been Georgia and Alabama in our conference that has dominated the recruiting trail. Now, LSU would always be in there. Okay, and they'd always do some really good things. But now that Saban has left the building and is no longer in the conference, the doors at LSU have opened. Now, 
How do things change with a team like Texas coming into the league, Oklahoma coming into the league? I don't know how much it affects because it doesn't really change what LSU has done. That's the reason why they are the number one class in 2025. But I will tell you, there are, there's a part of me that starts asking the question, is LSU starting to be that number two team inside of the SEC from a football perspective? Because if you, re- can, if you recruit and continue to recruit the way that you're doing, you don't have a choice but to be at the top, to be the top of the sport. And you will be on top of the sport. So, I know we mention all the time, and we make the little joke, oh, BK can't recruit. Well, the biggest question mark that you had about Brian Kelly coming in, guys, has been answered. It it has been answered. Now, we got a lot of things that we got to talk about on the field. We got camp coming up in about 40 days. 40 days, okay, until spring camp. That's not a long time. Guys, it's really not a long time. Before we hit the gridiron again and we start seeing a lot of these midterm enrollees, some of these guys from the transfer portal. I know 40 days seems like a long time, but it's not, guys. It's going to be a hop, skip, and a jump, and then we're going to be on the show and you're going to be like, you're going to be tuning in because you're going to be like, Blake, what has gone, What happened day one of spring camp? And I'm going to be like, well, X, Y, and Z happened. This guy stood out. This guy stood out. So even though football is technically over and it is the offseason, it's still rolling. Um, we are in a dead period, too. In recruiting. So I do think things will calm down a little bit. Now, you do have signing day or national signing day, okay, that will happen on Wednesday, but it's not going to be anything to where it was or where it will be or has been. So we'll see. Uh, Spectrum Wellcare says Ohio State. Ohio State is recruiting really good at corner, but I, I, I. I do question Ohio State from an overall perspective. We'll see, but they they've been doing really good too. They've been doing really good too. Brandon Reese says getting bussy would be a huge pickup for Corey Raymond. I, Brandon, I, it's not a Corey. Ra- it's not going to be a Corey Raymond thing. I, I mean, I, I think that Corey will to some people, and Brandon, I know you won't take this the wrong way. If Terry Bussey comes to LSU, I think Coy Raymond will have – you will be able to give some flowers to him. He will not deserve the credit for getting Terry Bussey here. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Blake Baker, Jake Olson, Corey Raymond, Sherman Wilson, and Frank Wilson. And I gotta be honest with you, 
I I think the confidence that a guy like Blake Baker, Jake Olson, and Corey Raymond give to a guy like Bussy gets him over the top. But the relentless pursuit and never giving up. Guys, do you know how easy it would have been for LSU to have given up when he committed? Okay. To A&M during the season? They could have easily cut ties and been like, look, man, we're done. They didn't. And his, and a lot of times, teams do do that. I know I said do-do. That is not – it is not a Corey Raymond thing, buddy. I, I mean, it it is not. Because you cannot give a – regardless of what these kids have said, okay, I, I get it. I am telling you, you're going to have to give this one to Frank and Sherman. And then what puts them over the top – is the staff that's brought in here. And look, Brian Kelly never giving up. Look, the bottom line is, it depends on what the kid wants, needs. He's had some rough things happen. But he's wanted here. He's wanted here. All right, a couple more of these questions, and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about some of the other stuff that's going on at LSU, too. Josh Miley says, heard they might be getting rid of the early signing day. Is that true? I have not heard that. I highly doubt that they do, though. I I, I, I highly doubt that they do. I, I can't see that. They'd have to change some schedules. Um, what do you do about early enrollees? I, I just don't I, – I don't see that happening. Okay, listen – I know you don't like talking about this a lot. We need to mention it, though. Everybody on Facebook, hit the like and share. How many of you are on YouTube right now? Over th- close to 300 of you? 300 of you on YouTube. And only 75 likes? Psh, weak. Those are rookie numbers. You guys got to pick those up. I got to say something. And, yes, I'm going to not spend a lot of time on this, but I do want to hit on something. I, I got to admit now, Matt McMahon is now 500 in the league after eight games in the SEC this year. I told you in the beginning of the year when they lost to a very bad in-state opponent that I was not going to overreact. It sucked, and I hate watching it. And didn't want it to happen. But this is more of a year one for me for Matt McMahon than last year ever was. I think Matt McMahon's a good coach. I don't know if he has the personnel that can get him to where he ultimately wants to go. Actually, I don't think he does. But what they showed on Saturday against Arkansas was a really good performance. A really strong performance. And guys, if they go 500, they maintain being 500 in the league, I think it's a win. If you would have told me that through eight games that LSU would be sub-500 in the league at this exact moment, guys, if you would have told me this in August, I would have... Sign me up. Sign me up, I would have taken it. Because it's clear progress to where they've been. I think that we live in a society where... 
we we get in this microwave type of society and we we want instant gratification. I know that we see like Will Wade and Magnese, the instant <clears throat> success that he's had. Well, okay. Matt has had to overcome a lot at LSU. And I think that the way that he's building, the way that he's building this basketball team, okay, they are getting better. And I, I will admit, at times it's really fun to watch. Sometimes it's not so fun to watch. They got some big-time, really tough opponents that they're going to face in the future. Got one this week. But can they get an upset that they're not supposed to get? Can they beat a team that they're not supposed to beat? Can they make a little bit of a run that they're not supposed to make? I think the personnel and the talent on this basketball team in the future for Matt McMahon will continue to be better. And I think he's a really good coach. And this is why, even though it sucks, sometimes you got to pause, take it on the chin a little bit, okay, and not overreact. It's exactly why you don't overreact to when Kim who lost more games this year, double the amount of games this year, with, some would have thought, a on-paper more talented roster than they did last year. Guys, she lost two games last year. She's lost four this one. Look more energetic and ready to come out in the last game on Sunday than they did in this one. I just think that Matt McMahon, given time, is going to get LSU basketball on a better track and a better trajectory than where some people think that they might not have been able to go this time two weeks ago under him. We stand behind Mac McMahon on this show. We stand behind Matt McMahon. I love the style of basketball that they play. They got some shooters. And look, they're getting a little bit hot when it comes to shooting too. As the weather has gotten a little bit hotter, they have gotten a little bit hotter. They've shot a lot better. They've had a lot of better shot selections specifically from three. Williams, Baker, who came, comes out of nowhere hitting threes earlier in the game. He has a big game versus Arkansas, and I get it's Arkansas. I get that it's Arkansas. I don't care about that. I mean, I know Arkansas, God bless them, they're going through it, and they got some <clears throat> very crazy rumors of their own that are flying out there. But we're going to stand behind Matt McMahon. We're going to stand behind Matt McMahon uh, on this show. Which leads me to this. LSU baseball is right around the corner. And I, I got to tell you, I, I don't always like putting expectations on a team, especially in baseball. Because baseball is such a different animal. It's such a different sport, right? You can have really talented teams like Tennessee did a couple of years ago and not make it to Omaha. And then the following year, they did make it to Omaha. You remember, we were the team that eliminated them. Guys, this team has been scrimmaging. And from some of the things I've, I've heard, some of the things I've read, some of the things I've even visibly seen for myself, I just don't know if this team doesn't have the capability of getting back to Omaha this year. Now, 
there are questions. How are they going to be at the plate, right? How are they going to be at the plate with a lot of new guys there? Does Bear Jones build off of the season that he had a year ago where he had double-digit home runs, hit above 300? Guys, as a freshman, I mean, we were hard, a lot of people were hard on Bear Jones last year. But, look, he's going to play first. I think he's going to hit for a ton. I think Ethan Fry's going to hit for a ton. Paxton Kling, I, I, I'm not going to put him in the realm of Dylan Cruz yet. But, guys, he threw out someone from center field to third base this past weekend in a scrimmage, and it was magical. You got Josh Pearson moving into second, hitting home runs off the Intimidator. Oh, and by the way, they're deeper on the mound. Now, you don't have the front-line superstars that you did a year ago. You, you, you just don't. You don't have crews. You don't have schemes. But I got to tell you, you got a lot of major league dudes on this club. And there is one thing I will never worry about at LSU under Jay Johnson. That is what they're going to do at the plate. Now, could they come out and be a little bit sluggish to start the year? Could they fumble the ball around in the field a little bit early? I expect... All of those things to happen. New team, new personnel, new starters. There's a lot of guys that were on the team last year that played a lot of games, saw a lot of pitches in purple and gold. A lot. And the experience led you to being the national champion. You still got a lot of talent and experience coming into this team. Guys, you got older guys like Travinsky, Malazzo, Pearson, Braswell, who's from the portal, Bingham, who, yeah, he hasn't been in the SEC, but him even being in the pack, guys, the Pac-12 is nothing to sneeze about when it comes to baseball, or wasn't anything to sneeze about sneeze at before the Pac-12 just completely shit itself. I am so ready now. We're not far from uh, baseball. And we're going to be doing a lot of post-game shows on this platform. We're going to be talking about a lot of baseball. And I'm excited for it. I don't, like I said to to start this little segment off here, I I don't like labeling and putting labels on, on teams that are such high expectations. We did it a year ago. My thought was last year, look, if you don't make it Omaha, it was a failure. I don't know if I'm not close to that again. I I, I don't know if I'm not close to that again. I, I think that you're that talented, specifically on the mound. Guys, you're gonna roll out so many big time arms on the mound. Now, the stature, what does Thatcher Hurd look like? Can he be that number one? Can he be that ace? What does Look Holman look like in purple and gold instead of that ugh, gross-ass, ugly-ass maroon and white? Can we just can we just say something? Maroon and white is a ugly – that's an ugly combination. 
I think if Satan started a football team, he would choose Maroon. I'm serious. I feel like that if Satan had to start a team, he would pick Alabama's colors. I, I really believe that. I really do believe that. Ugly. Makes me want to vomit. Ugly. <sighs> Got a lot of expectations for this team, though. We'll see how it goes. All right. Let's get a quick break. We got to go around your SEC. Everybody do us a favor and hit the like and share. We'll be back in just a moment. Let's talk about our good friends over at Avid Inspection Specialist, our good friend Carol Foss, and our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm. Don't go anywhere. We're back next. We got to go around the SEC. It's going to be a little fun. Guys, let me tell you about our good friends over at Avid Inspection Specialist. Are you planning on purchasing a home or business? Then you need it inspected. AIS has you covered. Before you make that purchase, get it inspected and find the issues before you sign on that dotted line and before they become your problem. AIS also has you covered if you just recently purchased a home with their 11th month new home warranty inspections. Before the builder says it's your problem and that new home warranty expires, get it inspected and let the builder pay for it. Do you need mold inspections, asbestos inspections? Lead inspections, drone inspections, they do it all. Give them a call today at 225-717-5591. That's 225-717-5591. Or go over to the website, avidspecialist.com. That's avidspecialist.com, where peace of mind happens. LHI number 11331. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer all applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vicnair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. I got to get a little bit of uh, clarity here or, or, or uh, rebound myself a little bit here. Um, Alabama's not crim- it's crimson, not maroon. 
you know what I mean. All right. So I need we need to go around the SEC very quickly because I think that this is such a big story and it does affect LSU and <clears throat> what could possibly happen here. Um, so on Friday, the SEC and Big Ten announced that they were going to be joining together in an not an alignment, it's not what they called it, but pretty much in agreement to have discussions on where college athletics should go. This stems after two universities in the SEC, in Florida and Tennessee, both, it had been reported, had been are going to be investigated, are being investigated for NIL problems or issues, mainly because of the recruitments that they had over two high school recruits, one with Tennessee and Nico Iamayavea and Jaden Rashada for the University of Florida. And this sparked the conversation of a lot of people, okay, in reference to, oh, well, the NCAA is nothing but a joke. And then the SEC and the Big Ten respond by not necessarily threatening but somewhat threatening on them coming together and joining forces and having conversations and doing what they think is best for college athletics. Here's what's being lost in all of this, okay? I stand with Greg Sankey, Tony Batiti, everybody, when it comes to how the NCAA runs things how they investigate things, I'm not a fan. I think hiring a guy like Charlie Baker, who was a Massachusetts governor, to run college athletics was one of the dumber moves that they could have made. Why are you hiring a (coughs) – excuse me, flu – a politician to run a sport that he's never governed or never been a part of? I think that that position should be a guy who has a lifetime, or woman, has a lifetime career in athletics. But the thing that gets missed, okay, and the thing that, and the question that I keep asking myself is, did Tennessee and Florida do it? Did they commit NIL ish, or, or break NIL rules And what they're saying is, well, there are no NIL rules. Yeah, there are NIL rules. They align to some extent of recruiting rules. Here's here's the thing for me, all right? I I have been a player advocate for players to be paid. Want players to be paid. I just don't want somebody like myself or you, someone who is a nine-to-five worker, that has to give up their own funds, more of their own funds, to pay players to in a collective, which, by the way, a collective is not what NIL is, by the way. It's not name, image, and likeness. That we have to be the ones to pay into a collective so that players come here. Now, will I do it? Have Sure. Will you probably do it? Sure. 
You love LSU. There's a reason that you're here. You love your school. If you are an SEC fan that just so happened to come into this video and you're watching and you're listening. But did Tennessee and Florida do it? I think what the SEC and the Big Ten are trying to do, okay, is what a lot of people want them to do is break away from the NCAA. Where I don't necessarily disagree with that notion, I've said this before, I actually said it last night on Rafino and Joe show, our national college football show. I have zero faith in Greg Sankey or Tony Batiti being an entity that when it came down to it, would lay the law down on one of the universities in their conference. Now, you could say to yourself, well, Blake, LSU's in one of those conferences. We're in the SEC, and we've dealt with the NCAA. Well, I'm with you, and I understand that. But let me ask you a hypothetical question. If Alabama, under Kalen DeBoer, starts doing some things in recruiting that is really suspicious, or something like what happened at Texas A&M under Jimbo Fisher when they bought that whole class, and then you had Nick Saban out there saying they're buying everybody, even though he's doing the same exact thing. Nobody there was there to govern any of it. None of it. Now, why does the NCAA not go after Texas A&M versus them going after Nico and Tennessee and Jaden Rashada? Those questions, I don't know. But investigating something is one thing. I don't have any faith that Greg Sankey, that if Alabama, who, by the way, they live in Bar- he lives in Birmingham, not that far from Tuscaloosa, do you think that his the SEC, which a lot of you already believe that Alabama gets a lot of favor anyway, would realistically show non-bias to any of the schools in the SEC more, basically, I guess what I'm asking is, would he show favoritism? It's funny because it sounds like, and I know what people are going to say, that I'm sticking up for the NCAA. I'm not. I just think that you need a third-party, non-biased entity to be an enforcement or governing body in athletics. I don't think the conferences will do it. You know why I don't think that they will? Look what they've done with these TV contracts. You've had Greg Sankey going to Capitol Hill claiming that the schools and universities have no business paying players. Okay. You can stand on that hill even though the schools are making $65 million from a TV contract. But you know what you do? Let me tell you what Greg Sankey does, because he doesn't work for us as a fan or a consumer. He works for the universities in the schools and the conference. He's worried about getting them money and making them whole and making them grow. He doesn't care that you, a mom-and-pop business owner, or you, somebody that works a 9-to-5, has to pay LSU or any school in the SEC into a collective. He doesn't care about that. 
He acts like he does. He doesn't. He can say whatever he wants. He can say, oh, we don't want that. We think that there should be some revenue sharing. Then why are you testifying on Capitol effing Hill saying that you don't? I think, I think that it is a very, very slippery slope to pull away from the NCAA. Hear me out here. I think it's a very slippery slope to pull away from the NCAA or any third-party governor that would show enforcement and letting the conferences run things. Because when the conferences have run things, let me tell you a couple of things that they've done. Here's a couple of them in just the last couple of years. Realignment has happened. Teams have that have historically been in other conferences are now leaving, trying to go other places. Florida State is actively one of them doing it, okay? And they're actively trying to leave the ACC and go somewhere else. All on the merit of that they want more money. They are trying to make college football more like the NFL than ever before. The conferences are doing that. They're allowing ESPN and Fox and CBS to dictate it all. How does this affect LSU? Well, they're in the conference. And I just, for me, okay, I sit here and ask myself the question, is the NCAA the devil I know versus the devil I don't with a conference running enforcement? If a Will Wade situation comes up and the SEC is over it, are you a thousand percent sure that they're going to do the right thing? And why would you want to fight your own conference when they're handing down a punishment? See... We say a lot of times, well, this works in the NBA or this works in the NFL. College athletics and college sports is not professional athletics, not yet at least. They're still academics. They're still recruiting. You know, one thing that we talk about from like Nico Iamayavea. So let's talk about this for just a minute. Tennessee and Florida – Okay, it was reported that they're being investigated for the recruiting things that they did and or did not do or the things they did live up to and did not live up to in recruiting. Whether you like what I'm about to say, you love what I'm about to say, it just is what it is. Florida tried to pay Jane Rashada to go to Gainesville to be their quarterback. It has nothing to do with his name, image, or likeness. Nothing. Same happened with Nico going to Tennessee because everybody is doing it. I, I get all of that. 
But what gets lost in all of this is did they do it? And the SEC and Big Ten, for that matter, I don't want to say overreacting, but reacting the way that they did, oh, well, the NCAA has no bounds. Guys, (laughs) should there not be recruiting violations? Should there not be recruiting standards? I mean, what are we talking about here? Are we going to be to a place where you got to have private jets to go pick up kids from California and fly them to Baton Rouge, Louisiana to try to woo and awe them to come to school here? The NFL has a collective bargaining agreement, but they don't have to worry about necessarily recruiting. Now, free agency is its own different thing. You can say that that's a form of recruiting. But they also have the NFL draft where your record dictates who picks in what order. You don't do that in college recruiting. These are things that are so complex. And I know that you don't want to have these type of conversations. I know that is somewhat sometimes boring. I'm not saying that I'm worried about the direction of college sports because I'm always going to love it. It's the it's the thing. Guys, I, I built a business around it. I built a business around LSU, college athletics, college sports. It's what we talk about on our platforms all the live long day. Of all the things that I could have made a living doing, this is what it was. I quite honestly, like college sports more than I like the NFL or professional sports. Now, I love the Yankees. I love the Saints, okay? But if I had to give them up to watch LSU and college athletics the rest of my life, I wouldn't blink. Would not blink. If they to- if you told me I could never watch another Super Bowl, okay, and I just had to watch college athletics the rest of my life, it would not bother me. Excuse me. Not in this not in the slightest. I just think that we're getting to a place where a collective a, a, the spire group flying to California to woo this kid to by the way the spire group who has this little uh, investigation thing going on with Nico Iamaya Guys, he was not signed with this NIL group or this group before he got on a jet with a booster. I mean, he 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 wasn't. That's not an NIL problem. That is a recruiting problem. And I know what a lot of you, to kind of rat this all in a bow, I know what a lot of you LSU fans are going to say and what you're already probably in the back of your mind saying. Man, what would they do to LSU? What would they do if that was LSU that did that? You know exactly what would happen. Now, I don't think you should be investigated over every big-time recruit that you get to your university. 
But if someone can place you in doing something wrong, guys, sometimes you got to face the piper. I mean, we've been investigated for shit. You know, <clears throat> look, I'm going to say something that's going to come off awful, okay? But LSU redeemed itself, so I feel warranted that it could be said. Because you had a guy and job Paul Funes who got popped and was placed in federal prison, okay, for things that he did with Our Lady of the Lake. Okay, LSU gives back $20 million. He gave a no-show job worth $112,000 to Vidal Alexander's daddy. $112,000, $20-plus million. It's a massive difference. LSU redeemed itself in giving back money to Our Lady of the Lake. But LSU got absolutely popped over that. And you mean to tell me, which getting a kid to go on a private jet and God knows how much they're paying them, guys, that's not an NIL thing. Nico Iamayavea has not done shit for the Spire group. Jane Rashada, on the other hand, at Florida, didn't get the money that he, I guess, was allegedly promised at Florida. Okay? He gets out of his letter of intent. And goes to Arizona State. You mean to tell me that it's not fishy? Like, you can't be mad. Here's how I'll wrap all this up. Okay? This is how I feel that all of this goes. You're mad when the NCAA investigates something, and you're mad when they don't. You can't really have it both ways. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't have fear that college athletic college athletics isn't going anywhere. It's still going to be the great product that it is. Still, it's way too much money involved in all of it. It's going to continue to get more. There's going to be more money. But I'm just not going to be the one and the guy that says that when it came down to it and Greg Sankey was asked to investigate – Tennessee and look into the Jane Rashada situation that the SEC is going to give a fair enough trial to make sure that everything's above board. I, I, I'm just not. I don't think that he's going to do it because at the end of the day, he works for presidents of the universities. He does. It, 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 why would, and why would he do it? So if you want the wild, wild west to continue, let the conferences run things. See how that's going to work. Because the Big Ten's going to do something. The SEC is going to respond. Well, the Big Ten's been a lot more lenient on recruiting. They don't care if you violate recruiting rules. Well, the SEC is going to start getting involved, and they're going to do it even better. Yeah, let that shit happen. Okay. Mikey says, I just want everybody, um, I just want everybody uh, besides LSU to get uh, caught. Just kidding. No, you're not kidding. But it's, you know that it's true. You know 100% that it's true. 
let's not act like Nico Iamayavea was not paid to go to Tennessee. Pay for play. I don't care that he's getting paid. But I also do want to know if he was on a private jet. I want to know if Jaden Rashada was offered $13 million to go to the University of Florida. I want to know. I want to know how many recruiting violations they broke. You know why? Let me remind you of something very quickly. Ed Orgeron was walking down the hall of a school, okay, a couple of years ago. Actually, three years ago, Ed Orgeron, around this time, was walking down the school, a hallway of a school and saw an underclassman, and he said, hey, coach, what's happening? Oh, not wanting to, you know, show that any disrespect dabs up the kid. What's up, homie? Orgeron got popped for it. Let me give you another example. Tristan Lee's mama, okay, got in a car during COVID, drove her son and her happy ass over to see James Craig and got went to his house. James Craig brought him to Death Valley to show him what it looks like to be at LSU. Got fired for it, and LSU didn't pay him a red nickel. NCAA came down on him. But it wasn't a problem when Ed and James and all these other sons of bitches were doing it. Nobody had a fucking problem. But all of a sudden, when a five-star 6'6 quarterback at Tennessee does it, and you're sending a goddamn private jet to go get him, what are we talking about here? Orgeron was in a fucking hallway. Sorry for exploding there at the end. But those are re- those are realities. Those are actual things that happened. All right. Um, Tide Talk Live says, yo, 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 what's happening, guys? Stacy Blackwood in the gang, in the building. Good to have you in here. Sorry for cursing there at the end, Stacy. My bad. Uh, Paul Eskon says, Bill King Show going to be fire on Wednesday at 7 a.m. Central. Probably will be. I'm not... I think Bill stays on... Well, he doesn't really agree with me. I mean, he's going to take Tennessee's side... But deep down, he knows it's true. We've talked about it. I mean, I talked to him off the air about it. I mean, he he agrees with me. Okay, he was you know he basically just said, you know, oh my God, you mean to tell me that Nico got paid? I mean, everybody knows it, guys. I mean, what are we talking about here? Pegasus, I agree. I agree. What you gonna do when they when they when they look into Underwood? If they look into him. But no. Nothing to see at Tennessee. Uh, Jared with a $499 super sticker. Thank you, Jared. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. Thank you so much, Jared. Brandon Reese says, do you know what time Bussy's supposed to commit? I do not. Uh, Rick says, Nashville in the house and the NCAA response to Tennessee lawsuit is it's against their own state laws. Hold on one second. Let me read this again. Rick uh, says, Nashville in the house and the NCAA's response to Tennessee's lawsuit is it's against their own state laws. Yeah, it's against their own state laws. But they're saying that, okay, their lawsuit, Rick, if I'm not mistaken, says that they followed California state law. They can't. They ain't got nothing to do with it. That's like saying, hey, man, I, 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 you know, I left Tennessee, went to California, brought back some dope, crossed state lines, but I'm following California state law. So dumb. So dumb. All right. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Good to be back. Y'all have a good one. Peace. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.